0: Hello and welcome to Cherry Beckard's Risk and Accounting Advisory Podcast. My name is Neil Began, firm leader of the risk advisory practice here at Cherry Record. And today on our podcast, we are going to cover new and expanded or modified products and services, otherwise known as responsible innovation, and what responsible innovation means for your organization. Joining me today is Mike Dempsey, Cherry Record's Financial Services Advisory Leader. Mike, thanks so much for joining.
1: Thanks, Neil. Happy to be here today. Uh, Spent a lot of time on this topic as an industry practitioner, regulator, former Fed Reserve team leader, and a consultant assisting a lot of large, medium-sized, and small financial services firms with this topic of innovation and change management. I also consulted with the OCC on a regulatory bulletin for
0: this topic over five years ago. Well, there you go. It's good to see you coming back full circle. Good to have you back full circle on another uh, edition of this podcast series. As a reminder, the Risk and Review podcast series is structured with five key questions uh, around today's topic. So with that being said, let's get things kicked off. And and Mike, I, I mentioned it very briefly in the intro, but let me start off by asking, in your words, what the term responsible innovation means.
1: Great question. Responsible innovation is a term that's taken on new meaning as the financial services industry has transformed the last few years increasing adoption of digital technology solutions, digital assets by banking customers, and you know these innovations can provide flexibility, accessibility for customers, but also have the potential to bring emerging and elevated risks to the project sponsors offering these products and services. So you need to do a thorough feasibility, due diligence and risk assessment process before going live with a new product or service, and also doing a look back, a post-implementation review to make sure the conditions of approval uh, are valid remain valid. And so the Office of Controller and Currency, you know, knows, known as the OCC, they define responsible innovation as the use of new or improved financial products, services, processes to meet the evolving needs of consumers businesses, communities in a manner consistent with sound risk management principles aligned with the bank's overall strategy. So the bulletin I mentioned earlier that I consulted on five, over five years ago, it's called OCC 2017-43. It provides guiding principles for ensuring all new and expanded and modified existing products or services are developed and approved in accordance with sound principles and risk management practices. So a robust risk assessment process should always be used to evaluate new existing products, services, and strategies that can alter the risk profile of your institution. So, conducting a detailed risk assessment earlier in the planning process allows leadership to fully vet and consider the risks associated with their initiatives, as well as controls and monitoring tools needed to mitigate
0: these risks. You know, Mike, you mentioned consulting on this bulletin five years ago, so why now? Why, Why is there an increased regulatory focus on responsible innovations for our clients.
1: You know, Neil, regulators have started to focus on these four components in their exams of responsible innovation to promote and distill what we would call effective and principles-based oversight. One is adequate feasibility, uh, due diligence, and approvals before introducing a new activity. And it must be documented as well. It can't be informal. <laughs> uh, policies, procedures need uh, are the second piece to properly identify, measure, monitor, report, and control risks, and also having committee governance is key as well. So, having that new products, uh, new uh, emerging products committee is key as well. Third piece is effective change management for new activities or affected processes and technologies. So, do you have a PMO, Project Management Office, to manage change? And the fourth, but not least, is ongoing performance monitoring and review systems, KRIs, key risk indicators, reporting, board reporting as well. So those four areas are components that the regulators are looking at in their examinations over the next uh, year or two.
0: That's great. But, you know, one of the things we always try and point out to to listeners of this series, Mike, is kind of benefits for them, right? So what would you say are benefits uh, that our clients get from transforming and uplifting their innovation capabilities?
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you, responsible innovation can provide a risk-based approach, uh, obviously, which is key, Uh, transparency, uh, flexibility, buy-in from a culture perspective amongst key stakeholders for the initiative. So, again, it builds good culture. Um, Clients can benefit also from a common taxonomy, uh, common language, common risk language that's understandable by a broad audience including leadership and end users and stakeholders. So you can really design a model for allowing the communication and reporting of risks and metrics across an organization, between organizations, affiliates, with customers and to the public at large. So it's a win-win, really, as I look at it. You can also scale and right-size to your organization's size and complexity, while remaining intuitive and scalable to your broader strategy and processes. And the final statement I'll make is this. Responsible innovation should ensure you are revising and updating risks as a living document as technology, understanding, and approaches to trustworthiness and uses of technologies that change and evolve. So, the, the primary objective should be to achieve guiding principles of fairness, accountability, transparency, identify those high, medium, and low risks, and measure the effectiveness of the controls against those risks, as well as identify key pain points and make recommendations for improvement.
0: I love the fact that already we're we're at question four, and the the term risk has been brought up numerous times, which is appropriate for this series. Uh, I was hoping, though, Mike, can you provide some guidance, help our listeners uh, to ensure, you know, more an effective and sustainable product development and kind of touch on that risk assessment framework you mentioned earlier?
1: Yeah, I spoke about this last week at the RMA uh, board meeting down in New Orleans. So responsible innovation entails consideration of the increasing expectations of management and the board to fully understand and assess the impact of new and modified or expanded products and services as you're, uh, on your profile, or your risk profile. Some key messages and tips that I would give would be this. Involve risk management earlier, your second line. Get your risk management team involved early in the product development process and avoid being a back-end check. Second piece is train. So train your stakeholders on the value proposition of having a disciplined and rigorous framework for assessing products and services. Culture is key from the board and leadership from that tone at the top. Don't make it a uh, really just a, a check. It should be really making sure there's a culture in place. Three is the third one is expand your risk categories in the risk assessment process. So, broaden the span of risks included in your due diligence risk assessment process. So, it could be conflicts of interest. It could be conduct risk, credit risk market risk, third-party, BCP, model risk. It could be anything. So, in, don't make it just around operational risk because there's a lot more uh, risks in your in the new products process uh, around that. So, the fourth is identify and escalate risks and issues. So, project sponsors and risk managers should monitor coordinate implementation of new products and services with the business units First line, ensuring that all relevant issues are addressed by the sponsoring area and all relevant information is distributed to the support functions that are involved. So, IT, operations, accounting, uh, finance. The fifth one is really accountability, right? So, all stakeholders should know and understand the core values, expectations, as well as consequences for failure to uphold them by policy will be enforced. So, failure to comply with policies and procedures should result in disciplinary action, um, obviously, and last but not least, effective challenge. So, at all levels, review and assessment on the viability of a new product or service should consider a broad range of views with open discussion encouraged. So, initiatives should also be fully vetted to determine the inherent and the residual risks, ensuring that mitigating controls are appropriate and that the business sponsor has a great understanding of the risk profile. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, post implementation reviews, PIRs is the acronym we use. They're an effective mechanism to ensure that all assumptions made, parameters given, and conditions imposed where appropriate to sign off remain valid once the business is implemented. So, six months, nine months, you want to do a check,
0: uh, PIR. Gotcha. A lot of information to digest there. That was really, really good. Thanks for breaking that down. Um, I was hoping you could kind of tie it back into some of um you know provide context and tie it back to kind of the solution offerings that that we are bringing to bear to market and how it can help our clients start their journey up the maturity curve
1: yeah a uh, great question to to final to, to um, finish this off our risk advisory team can assist with the customized innovation framework uh diagnostic toolkit and we can provide a comprehensive set of responsible innovation program attributes Policies, procedures, due diligence, risk assessment, PIR templates that can be used to facilitate assessments of your program um, from a maturity perspective, plot comparisons between your current and desired target state of maturity, give you some benchmarking analysis of peer leading practices across the industry.
0: That's great, Mike. And, and I have to say, this was probably one of the quicker podcast series we've done, but a lot, a lot of really valuable information. So I want to thank you. I want to thank our audience for listening. Um, We hope you're able to take something away from today's topic. For more information on responsible innovation and how your business can begin your journey to developing a framework, as Mike just described, we ask that you visit CBH.com forward slash risk. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, we ask that you check out other risk and accounting advisory podcast series, which can also be found at CBH.com forward slash podcast. As always, we ask that you please like, share and subscribe to all of our podcast series and thank you once again for listening